It's Monday, and that means it's time for a new episode of Interviewing People, the career cast where you can learn about a variety of careers from people actually doing the work. Today I'll be talking with Austin Essinger, who once walked these halls but is now an IT support technician at Wyandotte Memorial Hospital. Austin will be sharing about his education and entrepreneurial experiences, which led him to where he is on his career path, and much more. So enjoy the show. Welcome back to another edition of the Interviewing People CareerCast, and today we have 2014 graduate Austin Essinger with us, and he currently works at Wyandotte Memorial Hospital as an IT support technician. So he's going to talk a little bit about uh, what it took for him to reach this place in his career and talk a little bit about what he does as uh, or in IT. So Austin, thank you very much for joining us, and I'd just love to hear a little bit about where this desire to go into IT came from? Is this something you were thinking about when you left high school? Tell us a little bit about that. Um, so leaving high school, this wasn't, wouldn't be exactly the first thing where I would have expected to land. Um, when I left high school, I was expecting, uh, <clears throat> I was really interested in uh, computer programming and um, so I went to Owens, took some programming classes there and at Millstream. And by the time I was said and done with my degree, wasn't really something I thought I would want to do eight hours a day. Um, so um, on the side, I started um, tinkering with computers, helping people troubleshoot. And then it just kind of clicked that, oh, this is something I like doing. Uh, so from there, um, did a lot of freelance work, um, you know, read a lot of articles, YouTube videos, and then um, there was a uh, online program that I took for um, on uh, the Coursera platform, and um, that was it was actually through Google. It was like a very low-level IT. Um, like intro to IT, working with Active Directory, group policies, that kind of stuff, um, along with how computers work, the physical components, how it all fits together, um, and then just started applying, and now we're here. Okay. So as far as, you know, you talked about your degree from Owens was in uh, programming technology, with the job you currently have, did that uh, degree have any impact on you getting this job, or was it more that certification from Google that you know said you could do the IT work? Uh, talk about how those things contributed or didn't contribute to where you are right now. So both helped. Um, it was it was nice that I had that programming knowledge. Um, because there have been some scenarios even now where I've been able to use those programming skills to create some scripts and automate some some tools to just make our process a little easier, some of our processes easier. And then with that Google certi uh, certification, that was nice because, you know, with not having an actual, like either associates in IT or business or uh, bachelors in IT, you know, that helps just to show that, you know, I was willing to put in that work to, you know, to learn and not just uh, 
say I know it and everything. So, um, but yeah, that both I would say uh, helped immensely. So, when applying for this job, did they require you, or did you know during the interview process, did they ask you to you know do certain aspects of IT as far as fixing uh, something or anything like that, or was it pretty much you had the job and then they they kind of found out whether you could or couldn't actually do the IT work? Um, so they they did ask me some questions, some like basic troubleshooting. What would what's my process on if if X is happening? Where would you start on fixing it? Um, you know, and since I did some freelance work, they asked what the, all that included. Um, and then they, uh, they ended up asking, obviously asked a couple more questions, but it was, it was mostly just the theoretical questions. Okay. So when thinking about, uh, that freelance work that you did mm -hmm. for a couple of years, are you still doing that? Yes, I still do that on the, on the side. Um, always open. I almost never say no um, and that with what I have learned more on the job that what I do freelance wise has has expanded exponentially outside of just basic troubleshooting and repair to uh, home visits and do uh, running network lines for people in their house. So did you have any business knowledge things like that when you started this business or did you just pretty much jump in and and kind of learn <laughs> as as you go um didn't really have too like really any business knowledge um there were a couple business very basic business classes that i had to take from owens but basically it was just let i, I basically was just hey everyone need work on computers let them know, send them my way, I'll work with them, you know, and in the beginning, it was, wasn't really something that I was, like, doing to make money, it was more just for experience, mm -hmm. so it was basically just charging people for the parts, and eventually, while I was, after I started getting confident, I was like, okay, well, here, you know, I'll do that for five bucks, and parts and labor, and your parts and stuff, so. Right. Okay. So yeah, again, I, I think a lot of people feel like, oh, to start a business, I have to have this big business degree and whatever else. A lot of times mm -hmm. it's just jumping in and, and learning along the way and maybe picking up uh, a, a class or two just to have some of those basics. Uh, so what does a typical day at Wyandotte Memorial Hospital look like on the IT side of things? Um, <clears throat> so typically a normal day, uh, I typically come in um, check to see, you know, any uh, voicemails overnight came through. Um, I'll check any tickets that come through. We always have a rush, and the mornings are pretty busy, so uh, I would say some of it is remoting into people's computers and fixing, like, software issues, um, adding printers or, <clears throat> you know, updating drivers and that kind of stuff. And then um, the other portion of it is physically, hey, you know, mouse isn't working, super basic. You need a mouse replaced. 
Um, and then every once in a while, we'll have a higher end issue, like uh, needing a network switch reprogrammed for, you know, different VLAN or, um, hey, you know, we need to install a projector in the conference room or setting up a new, uh, new location and uh, imaging computers for that and such. Okay. So the room that you're in right now looks like your hub for everything. Uh, and, you know, I guess what are some of the tools and things that you work with on a daily basis? Uh, <coughs> you know, obviously computers, but is there more to it than that? You talked about the projector and things like that. So for the most part, it's we basically working with just computers and networking equipment, switches, and um, not too much really messing with routers, but we'll, um, I'll help program some of the firewalls. But um, other than that, it's, I mean, we have a bunch of printers that we deal with, but um, yeah, there's not too much like specialized equipment that we use. So how many people are in your IT department at the hospital? There's three of us and then our uh, system admin. So there's, yeah, four of us total. I don't know if you, when you got into IT, uh, if you ever considered that you'd be working at a hospital, I know myself, I don't think about, oh, hospital, there are IT people working there. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I think doctors, nurses, et cetera. Is there pretty much an unlimited need for IT people because everything is so computer-based now? Uh, maybe talk a little bit about, you know, when you were looking for jobs, what kind of places were you applying at? And, um, you know, I guess, do you feel like this is a job that you could pretty much probably find uh, work almost anywhere? Yeah, I, for the most part, I was pretty much applying anywhere. Um, I definitely didn't expect to end up working in a healthcare setting. Um, but yeah, with just as much as um, computers and everything is just how much like, technology is expanding, you could pretty much, like the job market is definitely very open. Um, sometimes, obviously, I work in Upper Sadusky now, so sometimes it's, you got to have a little commute, but sometimes it is just this location's got, it has a little more opportunity than others. Right, right, right. You know, thinking about, um, you know, if you could do it all over again, you talked about that degree, um, and you talked about your certifications, and you did the freelance work. Uh, I guess, was the degree worth it, or... If you had to do it over again, would you have gone down a different path? I would say the degree that I got was worth it just, <clears throat> just because of how much that programming knowledge has helped me, just even just automating some stuff here. Hmm. Um, but I would say that if, if I had to do it again, I probably would go and get at least get an associate's in IT just so I could have got a jump start. So there is an associate's degree specifically for IT, uh, mm -hmm. just a little bit different skill set compared to what you currently or what you had with your programming degree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
like you specifically, you know, I, I think about people, you know, what do people do in the evening? Well, they sit and play on their phone or on their computers, whatever. I guess, do you get tired of doing that so that when you're away from work, you're not dealing with computers and phones and all of that? Uh, or is this just pretty much a 24-hour part of your life? For the most part, uh, when I get home, I do do more IT work. I have, you know, I have a home lab at home, so I run servers. I have a couple internal websites that I run inside my house. That, um, yeah, I have a couple uh, media streaming servers in my house that I run, so I manage that. But um, sometimes I, you know, I get home and definitely don't want to, uh, might not want to touch a computer. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> for the most part, yeah, I go home, and whether it's just managing one of the servers or um, watching YouTube videos or um, doing more core coursework to uh, try to make the jump into cybersecurity. So I, yeah, pretty much still always on a computer. Okay. Well, and I think that's interesting too. You'd, you'd even said previously a little bit about watching YouTube videos and then it sounds like you're looking ahead to, you know, how can I continue to make uh, myself valuable in this field in the cybersecurity um, I guess, are your plans to go down that road and, and get deeper into cybersecurity, or do you have any any plans where you'd like to further develop yourself? Yeah, so eventually, uh, down the road, I would definitely like to um, end up somewhere in the, the cybersecurity field, um, mainly as a penetration tester, just because, um, for those that don't know, those are, um, you, you work for a company, basically you, um, they have a client and basically you hack that company. You find out this is where their vulnerabilities are. Here's what you can do to remedy them. And then you give that, 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 that report to that company and you uh, <coughs> help, you can help them fix those vulnerabilities so they're more secure. Okay. So is that something that will require another degree or that will that be certifications or will that maybe just be showing that you can do it and then that would lead to other uh, career opportunities? So a uh, degree for that would always be helpful just because, uh, you know, when HR is looking roughly through the applications, they see, hey, there's an associate's or a, or a bachelor's, you know, make sure they get an interview. Um, but there are a lot of um, there are a lot of uh, certifications for that. Um, I know a lot of government agencies um, want. I think there's a certification called the CEH, which I think is Certified Ethical Hacker, I believe. And a lot of government agencies will uh, require you to have that. But um, a lot of places, since there's such a need to fill those positions. As long as you can prove your prove your knowledge and that you can do it, it seems like that will that can get you jobs as well, just okay. as easily. We talked in my classes that I'm teaching now with the sophomores about uh, building relationships and how important that can be. Are there any relationships that have been helpful to you, whether it was in landing a job, whether it was in learning more uh, to prepare yourself for a job? Any relationships that you feel have really helped you along the way? Yeah, so I would 
I would say definitely, I mean, networking is always helpful. Um, there were a couple in the beginning, there were, um, you know, I, I had an interview uh, once at uh, Blanchard Valley Health System and, uh, you know, even my mom, she knew one of the, the higher ups in their IT department. So that helped get me the, the, uh, the interview. Um, didn't help me get the job, but, um, you know, even just getting your foot into the door is right. sometimes all it takes. What's a, what's an aspect of your career that you really like, but maybe a lot of people aren't even aware of, or, or they don't think about this as a positive aspect of a career in IT? I for sure know not everybody likes the, the customer service aspect of portion of it. Um, you know, you'll have repeat people calling you such and such isn't working you know and they're they're obviously crap you know crappy or angry not always the nicest and you know you still got to put on that that smile and through the phone and you know i get it i understand let me help you so i know not everybody uh likes that and not everybody excels at the customer service aspect which definitely can can hold them back in their positions as well yeah. so so what do you love most about it i love all the people that i've gotten to work with and know um getting to touch such a broad range of uh, um tech is also also interesting uh, especially in the healthcare setting there was definitely surprising how much goes into it in the in the it aspect of it i was uh, definitely definitely very surprised that at that yeah yeah well good so as you look back now at uh yourself in high school and look at where you are today in your career is there anything that you know now that you wish you had known when you were a high school student knowing now i probably would tell my younger self to probably take uh, a couple more of uh, mr Highcamp's computer classes because those always seemed fun but and um, a lot of what those students learned would be helpful and beneficial uh, today. Okay, yeah, those definitely so would have been yeah useful in your current career field. If anyone's interested in IT, anyone wants to reach out to you to learn more, uh, how could they do that? Um, you can reach out to me on either my LinkedIn or my uh, personal email. Again, one of those careers that I think we hear about a lot. We know it's important, but we don't always know exactly what goes into it. So Austin, I greatly appreciate you sharing some of those details and uh, filling us in on how you've reached this point in your career and greatly appreciate that. Good luck as you go forward. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you for watching this interview with IT support technician, Austin Essinger. I hope you have learned valuable information from his career story. And to be sure you don't miss upcoming interviews, please click subscribe so you'll know when the next episode is released. Thank you for watching, and as always, remember the best part about Mondays is interviewing people.